Today is March 20th, 2020. Welcome to the Generic Board Game Podcast, all the board gaming content you could want at a fraction of the price. I'm your American host, Philip Millman. And I'm your European host, Victor, from what used to be NaveCon and is now NaveCon Online. <laughs> yeah, the, the state of the world's a little interesting. I mean, even if I wanted to visit you, uh, I've heard that Ireland has closed its borders. Uh, mm-hmm. The United States certainly has closed its border with or without a wall. Uh, there was a joke among my Mexican friends <laughs> that they're grateful that those gringos are building the wall to keep the sick <laughs> Americans out. I heard so, they came across the border and took all the toilet rolls in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Oh, oh, you know, that is the funniest thing. The, the amount of toilet paper, paper people are taking, mm. it makes zero sense. One of my friends uh, did a like a little website count your toilet paper or count your roll.com or something like that. And basically <laughs> said, all right, assuming, you know, 20 sheets uh, per poop, you know, okay. number of people, the number of rolls you have, and then calculates, you know, how many times you'd have to poop per day to use up the amount of toilet paper you have over two weeks. So Listen, when you're stuck indoors and you're bored and you have to have a hobby, <laughs> you know, maybe that's it. Like, and, and, you know, model airplanes are not just cutting it, then you can't, you know, really pass up on the good old reliable of, you know, gone to the toilet this is going to degenerate and um, world has gone to hell in a handbasket and i realized recently and i actually came out and said it um if this continues on for another few months or so we have no reason to buy new board games yeah uh now having said that you might have played board games over the last two weeks since the last time we've talked i've played one board game since then it was azul uh, Summer Pavilion, which great game. I, I great game. I actually like it better than uh, than Azul, the first Azul. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not like the second Azul at all, so that one's not even in my collection. Okay, but yeah, I do like it, but it's not my typical. All right, two game, two hour game that makes my brain leak out my right ear. Mm. So I've been really kind of uh, game deprived. Uh, how about you? What have you been playing? Well. Uh, the last kind of face-to-face gaming was um, not last Thursday, but the Thursday before. And we played, unfortunately, um, Axes and Allies and Zombies, which was just okay. Uh... Yeah, felt like that after two hours. And then we had a quick game, which is really, really good, of Irish Gage. Um, oh, really I like, like Irish Gage. I like yeah, Irish Gage game. a lot. It, I mean, for an hour-long game, it's mm. really good. Yeah. Uh, it's in my collection. Happy yeah. to have it. It's a good ca- yeah. game by Capstone. Yeah, cracker of a game. There's what's the next one on rail or something? Or yeah, I I haven't I haven't backed that. I haven't backed it. It's pre-order. Uh, Capstone doesn't use Kickstarter anymore. Mm. Uh, I did not get it. I have. I want to. I want to see it played before I get it because there's no, there's nothing. There's no reason to get it pre-order. Sure. Uh, you might say five bucks, but I'd rather play it first and decide if I want it or not. And for a five dollar option, it's worth it to me just to wait and play it. Yeah, that's fair enough. The um, there's a few games like that. I mean, I've seen a couple of Kickstarters, and I've gone, ah, you know, do I really want to jump on board with this? I can probably get it at retail. Um, will it make a big difference? Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I've really cut down on my Kickstarter. The the only Kickstarters that I've 
backed. One is uh, something out of England where it's this, it raises up, a, it's like a playing platform, like about Ooh, yeah, six, yeah, in, yeah. six inches. And that I can use. And then, excuse me, yeah, too much, too much uh, Georgian uh, seltzer water. For Jomi, the hardest seltzer water you'll ever find. It's like drinking a toilet, but a little bit better. This uh, podcast is not sponsored by. Yeah, yeah this concept. This nor will it ever be. Yeah, there's one sponsor down the toilet. Yeah. I, I look, I drink Perjomi all the time. The mineral, it's great mineral water, but it, it's it's really heavy. Anyway, okay, sidetrack here. God, we're all over the place today. Uh, I, I I guess it's because this isolation has really started to get to me. I'm an extrovert, you know, on the Myers Briggs. Uh, test the the extrovert goes up uh, the 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 range goes from minus thirty to plus thirty right so if you're plus thirty extrovert you're all the way extrovert if you're a minus thirty extrovert you're a hundred percent introvert okay I, I at, on a scale of zero to thirty I'm about a fifty on the okay. extrovert so <laughs> I, I just don't get to talk to me but it's really it's hard. okay and 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 what would you say now if if you had a chance to you know if you have a chance to talk to people, I, I don't know anymore. I, I really okay, don't know. I, really, okay. I, okay I don't know if I can handle this. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> what I've been doing over the last few weeks has been playing uh, electronic games on my um, tablet. Occasionally I'll play it online with somebody else. Um, but it, it's not the same for me. I, I, I like the contact. As I said, I'm an extrovert. I really want to play games with people. I like seeing what's going on with them. I like the trash talking. I like getting inside their head. I like reading their, their body language as they, as they make decisions. And yes, I do key off that a little bit, but it's a lot more fun when there's somebody else there and, and you have their presence and you're talking and you're working through problems and so forth. So I, I don't really like online games. I, I do uh, play baseball highlights occasionally online with people. Uh, sort of like, uh, let's take a shot at the at the great gunslinger. Let's see if I can take him down a notch. Um, I usually win those. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no bragging there, but should really get a trophy for that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, just just might have a trophy somewhere. Uh, really? and, yeah, yeah let's, just let's cut it right there. <laughs> Two hours later, after Philip had stopped talking, yeah, <laughs> yeah we just made a major cut in the uh, in yeah, the podcast. It's now dark outside in Washington. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's now dark. Uh, you know, the 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 the, uh, the the curfew police are out. It's 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 pretty it's pretty impressive. But um, I've never played on like Tabletopia or any of these other things. And and Vic. You know, you're more of the IT computer kind of guy than I am. I'm younger, Philip, is what you're saying. Yeah, that's yeah. what exactly that's, what that's, I'm saying. It's okay. It's okay to admit that. The um, <laughs> no, I I, I 100% agree with you there. Like you know, from communication and so on, that meetings work way better in person. You can't get the same thing in a telephone and so on. You're you're missing so many senses. Um, smell being one of them, I guess. But uh, like when you're gaming face to face, yeah, is uh, and that's why you're four thousand kilometers away from here, miles. The gaming face to face is the way to go. If you can't do it, your next bet best bet is um, online. And I would be no stranger to online gaming. I kind of always would have had an interest in gaming, kind of. Uh, computer games and not so much console games, but I've, I've always been an avid online gamer. 
Um, I used to hold lands in my house. If you don't know what a LAN is, it's where you get, it's kind of pre-internet days where you would get friends together. They'd bring their computers and you'd hook them all together with cables and you'd play against each other all in the one house. Is that called a local area network? That's called a local area network. You're, you're, that's very good. Yes, that's the face of, of victory. The, um, so, <laughs> so what I used to do is I, I used to host those and a few people would host them. We'd all drag our machines. And if you can remember computers from like the 90s and early thousands, they were big clunky things and screens, not laptops. You're, you're talking the full kind of leaded version. You'd set that up, you'd hook up a network and you'd get people playing against each other. My record was 22 people with computers in my house at the same time, all playing the one game. Yeah, it, it took a bit of space and a lot of people, wow. and a lot of organization, yeah. And we just, it, it was kind of like a NaveCon with computers. This is where NaveCon kind of came from. Um, but we'd play against each other and we'd just solidly play for like 10 or 12 or 14 hours. Um, and that was it. We haven't done that in a long time because we got better broadband and we just don't have the same kind of time and so on to do it anymore as we did. But that was my kind of early um, introduction to online gaming. Now, so, so if I'm a gamer now, okay, mm -hmm. and I, I have computers that you know now have hard drives as opposed to when you first had them with floppy drives, what do, what do I do? I mean, where do I go? Um, there are a lot of games out there. I, I, I want to play, say, Scythe, or I want to play PAX Premier, or I want to play something uh, that's a little bit more meaty. Uh, I mean, there are, you know, if you play Star Realms, they have a, a, a version that you can play against somebody else. I find those things to be slow. Mm. I play baseball highlights online. Um, it's slow. It's a very slow game when you're playing it online just because you're waiting for the other guy and then the other guy makes a choice on like which card he's going to get. And so you don't have the kind of the same cool tempo you do in person mm -hmm. and, the, and the slowness kind of gets to you. So I know people use go to certain sites uh, and we're not talking about those sites Okay, let's okay. reel it back. Let's reel there it was back. a discussion there for half an hour that we just cut. The, um, okay, the, I guess the simplest way of explaining this is you need two things. Well, you need friends, but you can find a lot of those online. Um, no, you don't have any friends. No, no, Vic, we, you're we'll my talk friend. offline about this. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and scene. <laughs> yeah. The, um, what I found is like from from having a regular uh, gaming group, I wanted to keep that going um, for the next foreseeable future until this whole, and we need a good term for it, the emergency, the um, the virus, whatever, until that plays out. Um, I wanted to keep the whole gaming thing going because you know, and I know that gaming is as much about mental health and, and kind of kicking back as, as anything else. Uh, so we decided, and some of the guys kind of tested us to try two things. Um, one of them was Tabletop Simulator. And Tabletop Simulator is, um, you can get it for the Mac, if uh, you're a Mac user, obviously, uh, or the PC. Yeah, that's it. The, uh, or I think, I think there might be some other systems you can run on, but those are the two I know of. And Tabletop Simulator is exactly what it says on the tin. It's a simulation of a tabletop. 
and you load in modules that have the game pieces in them. So let's say, for example, uh, you wanted to play uh, something simple. We played last night, um, what was it? Seven Wonders, okay? So everybody logs in and, and then one person is controlling the game. They're kind of like the GM and they set up a server uh, and they pick the game and they go, okay guys, um, we'll, we'll play this and they load in um, Seven Wonders and it brings in all the graphics and the cards and the pieces and the chits and so on. And they get all arranged on this lovely tabletop. And then all the other players, their machines download the, the module and you're ready to go. And what happens is uh, in the visible to all and all at the same time, um, you have your pointer, which is a little hand. It can move around the table and pick up pieces and move pieces and flick pieces and roll the dice and so on. And there's a couple of shortcut keys where you can, um, for drawing a card from a deck and for shuffling a card and for rolling a dice. But everybody's looking at the same table. Does the uh, does Tabletopia enforce the rules? Because I think that was one thing that people were complaining about. No, well, this is it. Tabletopia, I have to admit, I'm not an expert on it. I own it. I've, it's pretty much the same thing. Uh, and I can't say one is better than the other, but certainly Tabletop Simulator has seems to have become the, the de facto one for us. But there's two types of games. In fact, there's three. There's an unscripted game where you get the pieces, they get arranged on the board, and away you go. And, but what happens is you enforce the rules. Now, if you think about it, if you're playing on cardboard, you enforce the rules. You, you know, you're watching the other players, you can see what they're doing. So if somebody draws two cards rather than one, you kind of go, yeah, guys, what's going on? Um, the next type is what's called a scripted game. And a scripted game is where it enforces some or all the rules. So you go to draw a card, it only allows you to draw one. You go to place a card, it only allows you to do whatever. It checks your score. It depends on how the scripting is done. And then you have maybe a third category. These are all free, by the way. Um, there is a huge amount of modules that are written by uh, gamers, and they're all free. And there's multiple copies of certain games and they all get voted on. So for example, when I, we went looking at Seven Wonders, there was like a dozen different versions and some people had given some of them five stars and so on. So we're like, okay, we'll use this one. Um, and you know, you pick it, you play it and so on. It doesn't cost anything. Um, in fact, the next question which you haven't asked is what do publishers think of this? In some cases, publishers like it. Like GMT games actively, um, create and help and so on and, and participate in this because it allows them to test games before they release them and send them to print. So they can test out virtual copies of the games and get feedback from players before they, they go to print, which is great. Um, but jump back into what I said, the last one is you can buy modules and these would be much more high quality. Although to be quite honest, the stuff we were playing was really, really good. Like, I mean, really good graphics were perfect and so on. Like general, like people that put these together put a lot of work into them um, and they do it just for kudos. Uh, but I haven't bought any games for a uh, tabletop simulator, but in some cases what you might find is that a, a purchased copy of say something like, let's say there's a seven wonders. I'm not sure if there is on tabletop simulator. 
it might have some extra bits there. It might enforce the rules. It might also allow you to play with AIs and so on. It's quite possible it doesn't, um, but there's usually more features in a in a like a professionally developed one than than a non-professional one. But to be quite honest, the stuff we were playing last night, we didn't need anything except what we got free um, from the web, and all of this was contained in the the game itself. So I guess some of the questions that I have, I mean, one issue was um, when the United States started going to lockdown-ish, mm. you know, uh, yeah, not quite, you know, shelter in place, I think is what they're saying. But when we started going into shelter in place, um, Tabletopia, I believe uh, they ran out of space on their server and the server okay. kind, of, kind of came to a crawl. And, and I guess if you're a neophyte with these type of systems, Mm-hmm. How good is support? I mean, not everybody is a genius at computers like you are. Some okay. of us are uh, technologically technological neophytes. Mm-hmm. So, how, how do you how do you like those type? How do you how do you work with those type of things? Because I, I assume that's sort of like Amazon zero support. Okay. Uh, yes and no. Well, yes, but. <laughs> There's a surprising yes amount. Yes or no? Of, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would. Yeah, yeah. you know, that's it. The uh, what? What I found and this was part of a theory I had a long time ago is that um, a lot of IT people play board games, so they're not hard to find. Are, 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 are you saying that there's a lot of people who are computer college. professionals mm-hmm. that play board games? Yeah, not at the same time as doing their computer professionals. Or maybe they do. Maybe they can multitask. No. What what I found was it was straightforward. Now, I found one module crashed. Um, so you start the game up and it wouldn't work. So you went, oh, okay, I'll get something else. The actual tabletop simulator engine is pretty much rock solid. It's been around for several years. Um, the instructions on what you want to do, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a new world anyway, but I mean, in a lot of cases, you look up YouTube to find out how to use it. There's maybe a dozen key, shortcut keys you need. You need you need a mouse and you need to be able to point and drag stuff. Um, so it's, oh, okay, that's, that's, that's very rude. With two buttons, none of your Mac stuff. No, you only need one button. The, um, but, it's it's pretty straightforward. Um, the one thing that is difficult uh, is trying to explain rules online at the same time as as playing the game. So oh, oh that's it's doable. Yeah, no, that I hadn't thought about that because you can't really do a teach online. We <laughs> we kind of found out that you can. Oh, that's a cough. That's not good, is it? Um, <laughs> The, uh, I'm no. glad that you're an ocean away. I think that covers the. I, I think that covers the six feet or two meters that is required. Yeah, it, it cuts, but this is proper social distancing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, the no, we we actually found it doable. But I think I remember a long time ago uh, when do you remember some of the early Kindles they had I do. a proper I do. keyboard and yeah. you could listen to. Um, your Kindle back then used to be able to read in a computer voice your your text mm-hmm. so it was kind of like having um <laughs> it was like somebody with a voice box reading out to you and it was weird um but if you listen to that for a while it started to work your brain adjusted okay it wasn't perfect it was 90 percent there but your brain adjusted and you could listen to a book while you were driving 
and it was early before Audible. Um, and are we going to get sponsorship from all these? Yeah, that's the deal. The um, no, we're not. Oh, okay. The um, what? what uh, but the same thing here. We found okay. It's a little bit alien. It's a little bit like um, you don't have all your your limbs. You have a disembodied hand that you can pick stuff up and move it around. So it's sort of like thing from uh, the monsters. I'm sorry, the Adams family. The Adams, the Adams family. family. Yeah. The. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's actually a bang on description. So <laughs> you, you don't have all the same senses. I mean, you know, as we said, face to face is the way to go. The other thing that's really important, he said in a rambling way, is you need to be able to talk with each other. Yeah. Okay? Do now, you, need a, the, you need a headset, or you need it. You, well, unless you want your wife. Um, or your husband or your partner or whoever to come in and leave a note like happened last night saying you're talking too loud <laughs> you know? you're talking too loud you woke up the kids you woke up the dog and you're going to be sleeping in the shed in a and minute we don't have kids or a dog so yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you woke up everyone's dogs and kids the it's good to have a headset just like we have here and the program of choice for this is a program called Discord. And Discord is kind of the de facto piece of software. Again, it's free. that allows you to set up channels, meet your friends on there, and all chat. It's oh. kind of like a Zoom without a, um, where you can have multiple people and it's all audio. Okay, so, so you have on one window, you're going to have Tabletopia or Table mm -hmm. Simulator or Tabletop Simulator. And then in another window, you have Discord. Pretty much, yeah. But in actual fact, you fire up Discord and you go, you know, you make sure everyone's on. And when you say fire up, does that mean like, does it have the old hand crank that the old cars used to have? No, it isn't a Mac. It's a PC. So, yeah, that's that's quite, uh, I, I don't know what that symbol is you're making. The, uh, <laughs> it can't be good. The, uh, the video, oh, you're holding up a scorecard. The... Um, all right, but Discord, and it works well with it. So you can chat with your friends, you can play games online. I recommend it. Um, I'm doing, I'll do something else or another chat on this as we, um, as we do a few more games. But for now, Discord for chat and um, Tabletop Simulator. I'll have a look at Tabletopia. I've already looked at Vassal, but for now, the most um, kind of user-friendly one I've found is tabletop simulator all right well i will have to try discord and and you know shake my angry old man fist at the screen and try yeah, to figure that video, out so perfect yeah yeah no i know there's no video in a podcast <laughs> so you know i'm making all sorts of gestures and and you all are going to miss it because we're on podcast and there's no video so tell me i have outstayed my welcome with this but because i'm all excited <laughs> you um are a little bit of an owner operator, if you'll um, pardon the expression, when it comes to gaming. <laughs> yes, I play with myself. No, yeah. it, it, that did not sound the way it's supposed to. Uh, it sounded exactly the way it's supposed to, Philip. In, in our, our new tagline, which is always be gaming. Always be gaming. Always be gaming, ABG. Uh, I do like to play solo games. Now, I. My wife does play games with me. Um, she is not as an avid gamer as I am or, or you are, Vic, but she will mm -hmm. play occasionally. And so in those times where she's not in the mood to play games, and we're just going to leave it there, uh, 
I Monty do Biden would have a field day with this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, wink, no, 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 drink, wink, wink. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I was, I was just thinking about <laughs> that. The games, eh? <laughs> that was one of Eric Idle's most brilliant skits. Um, so I do have a bunch of games that are solo only, and I do have some games that have a very good solo option. And so mm-hmm. for me, I like the tactile feel. You know, again, I'm an old man. Mm-hmm. Keyboard is not quite the same. A keep a uh, mouse isn't quite the same. In fact, I, I use a track. I use a trackpad on my Mac, and I use a um, trackball for my. Oh, my cat is back. A uh, trackball for Did my. Direct your cat. Yeah. yeah, my cat came back and immediately fell asleep. So that tells you how well we're doing, Vic. <laughs> <laughs> He's like just laid out. Uh, so I like the tactile feel. So there are some games where. I will actually go out and buy a game if it has a good solo option. And there are really two types of solo games out there, in my opinion. One is, uh, you know, the game wants to kill you. And then the other type is there's an automa that does a very good approximation of kind of how the game is supposed to go in a, in a certain amount of time. Okay. So so, uh, one of my favorite solo only, I have two kind of solo. well, and there's one more. One is trying to just get over a certain level. Like if you get over a certain level, you've done this well. So there's really three types. One is the game is trying to kill me. The second one is I have an automa that is smarter than you and it's going to do fun things and make your life hell. And then the third is you just have to get over a certain level. And if you get over a certain level, you've done very, very well. So in the first one where the game is trying to kill you, one of my favorite games uh, is Nemo's War. Now this game came out a while ago. It's, it was there was a, a reprint with uh, art from uh, my favorite Irishman who's living in New Zealand, Ian O'Toole, and basically you are Nemo trying to rid the world of some of the bad influences, like capitalists in some of the cases. But sorry, the, I assume that's Captain Nemo and not Nemo the fish. <laughs> yes, this would be yeah, Captain okay. Nemo. Yes, this would oh, be Captain okay. Nemo, okay. not Nemo the fish. Okay. And 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 the game is constantly throwing more and more ships at you. Now, as you're destroying ships, as certain things happen, you know you're getting more powers. But at the same time, you're having to deal with a ship that's taking a lot of damage. And and there's this constant push and pull, and it's really good. It's a heavier game. It's a heavier solo game, which is what I like but the game is trying to kill you. And, and it's great in that respect. You know, a lot of cooperative games are the same way as that the game is trying to kill you, but you're doing it with three or four other people. So theoretically, any cooperative game could be played solo. The second type of game uh, that I talked about um, was the, uh, now I'm blanking on, oh, the Automa. So the second type of game was the Automa. And a perfect example of that would be a game like Viticulture or Scythe, which have Automa cards. And those ones are really clever because they're, they're as things are happening, you know, they're sort of just generating points and you're having to struggle to try to keep up while doing what you want to do and not just going for the short game. You have to do both the short, medium, and long. All the while, the Automa just keeps plugging along because the Automa has more powers than you do. It does. It can't react to what you do. So I, I find the automa in um, viticulture to be very good. I find the automa in um, in uh, scythe to be very good. And I actually found the automa in Pax Premier to be very good once I figured out what it was doing. Oh, okay. So and then the last one is just getting over a certain 
you know, certain limit. So one, uh, one solo game that I do like uh, quite a bit is, is a game called Coffee Roaster. I have the original Japanese version. There's the new American version. It's very good, but it's, um, uh, it's very good, but it, it, it's a, it's a bag building game. And mm -hmm. so you're trying to roast these coffees and there's a bag component where you're pulling beans out and then making some decisions, throwing the, those beans back in the bag, pulling up no beans. And at a certain point, you know, you run, you, you need to just empty out and see how well your coffee did. And that's a really good game. Depending on the type of starting beans will make it, make this more or less complex. So I happen to really like, coffee roaster um so, so for me solo games whether it be just a solo only game which there are a set of or for games that have a really good solo option um like uh scythe like viticulture one of my favorite um take with me games that are solo is that has a solo option is tiny epic galaxies which is i'm trying to kill you fat i'm trying to kill you faster than you are it's kind of a race but they're trying to hurt you um they're great. And, and when you don't have an ability to play with someone else and you don't want to fire up the computer and try to figure out I need to be on Discord and everything else, solo gaming really works well. Is it ideal? No. But there's some very, very good solo games out there that are, that are worth it just on their own. So that would, I mean, I have played a couple solo games, um, but I've not played them recently, even though I'm sheltering in place because the reality is that uh, I'm sheltering in place. I'm also still working. And for the type of work that I'm currently doing, mm -hmm. my hours are ridiculous. And I've just been kept very, very busy. And by the time I'm finished, I'm ready to go to bed. And I'm Look, trying to somebody get- Somebody has to um, sweep up. So, you know, it's an important job during this crisis and, you know- Yeah, I'm tired of playing garbage man. I was in a garbage <laughs> man for the last crisis. I don't want to be a garbage man again for this one. And it's, and it's not one, unlike the last one, this one I didn't cause. So, you know, I don't feel as, you Bad. know, ventured. <laughs> Question for you on solo games. The Now I have played a little bit of solo games. The only kind of one of note would be, um, Gan Shans. Um, oh, the Roland Rights. Yeah, the Roland Rights. I like Roland Rights. I, I find them disposable and so on. The And the other games that interest me, but not to the point where I'll do something about it, are GMT games. Mm. Where they have a whole kind of flow chart and so on. And yeah. So the Roland Rights fall into the can you score over a certain amount? Mm. And that's, and they're good. I'm not a big fan of Roland Rights. Uh, I have the guns whatever on my ipad i'm sorry on my tablet i don't have an ipad uh but on my tablet it's fine i play it occasionally it's gotten old real quick you know sure, I can, yeah. you know i can get out if i get the rolls right i can usually get you know in the high 200s mm -hmm. if you have to break 300 yet but it doesn't hold enough interest for me to keep doing it yeah um and the gmt with the charts that's really an automa mm. so, so it's um you know, and, and those are fine too. They're not ones that really drive me. And so I'm like, okay, it, it's fine. Um, I mean, there are some that are really clever uh, that for a short period of time, they will hold your interest and then they stop because they become very samey. Like mm -hmm. uh, Gons became very samey to me. I also have Deep, Deep Space D6, which okay. is you, you have a spaceship. They're, it's, it's a trying to kill you game. Uh, 
things keep flying out at you. You have to fix things. You have to defend. You have to shoot. There's a lot going on. And after a while, it's like, okay, I'm done. I've played this out. It's clever. It's certainly worth the price, but I'm done. So mm-hmm. uh, Roland White rights are fine. They're just not my type of thing. And, and, and even still, the Roland rights that you play with other people, it's really multiplayer solitaire. Yeah, well, that's fair enough. I mean, I just um, I just had a quick game of this fella here, and Victor is holding up Exhibit A, which is Railroad really Inc. Inc. Yeah, that's a bit of fun, you know, and it's it's forgettable and it's a filler game and so on. Um, but yeah, you could as easily play it um, solo. And I, I there's one that I really liked that I played solo for a while, um, which was Roll Through the Ages. Oh um, yeah. That's a great little game, like, and it came out as an app, and 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 so on. But yeah, I agree. It's I think solo games to a certain extent are alpha gamers. Uh, you know, the the absolute distillation of alpha gamers because I found a lot of co-ops are driven um, by alpha gamers who are like, oh, you move there and I move. There. No, no, I, I, I'm playing my own game. Yeah, I would. The only one I would say there there are two game there are two co-ops that really break the mold for me. Um, and one specifically that stands out is mechs versus minions because of the timer aspect. Okay. It really makes it harder to be an alpha gamer, much, much harder. So mechs versus minions, um, if you, it's well worth the money. The, the sheer number of minis in it for 70 bucks is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a cute storyline. Mine would be Mansions of Madness. Um, it's a great, it's, it's one of the only um, co-ops that I really like. But again, Co-op with a, a traitor because some yeah. people can go mad is not the same as co-op. It's a completely different thing. No, no, it's Battlestar Galactica isn't a co-op game. There's a traitor in the midst. What we're talking about really is two options: online gaming. While our crisis is going on at the moment, um, online gaming, which obviously I recommend, and solo gaming, which you recommend, are two mm. options until we get to to sit in peace. And one thing that I just realized is. We must get a game of Twilight uh, Struggle. Oh, Twilight Struggle! Oh, <laughs> oh I thought yeah. you were going there. <laughs> well, you know the the. Um, so you can so you can crush there. me at that. Yeah. Well, I tell you what: if you play Twilight Struggle against me, I'll play baseball highlights against you. Done. Um, John, that's the deal. Okay, and we'll see. <laughs> we'll see who comes out at the other side of this. But yeah, I think I think we know who's going to win Twilight Struggle, and I think we know who's going to win Baseball Highlights 2045. Oh, you know what? You never know. Um... <laughs> <laughs> my, my only hope is that we go the full five rounds in Twilight uh, Struggle and that uh, you just don't get the plus 20 on me. Yeah, well, this is it. I'll recruit one of your buddies that, um, and get him to, to whisper in my ear what move I should be making. Um, what else have we got for the nice people this evening today? Well, the other thing that I want to post and let people know about if you're on Facebook, um, sorry, but if you are on Facebook, there is a board game group called Board Game Spotlight, and I'm running a contest, and this is for American, because I'm not going to ship this stuff to Europeans it's I'm paying for it out of my own out of my own pocket but we're doing a contest I've left three pictures of me which are in photoshop format and there's a contest of photoshopping me onto a really silly scene like I do in my normal <laughs> in my normal shots 
On top of that, if you don't have Photoshop or you don't feel comfortable doing Photoshop or you're technically unsophisticated like me and don't really know how to use Photoshop, you can leave a message. Or have a Mac. Photoshop works on a Mac. Now go, oh, go okay, away. Sorry, go, yeah. go away. Go away. Yeah. You know, that was, that was uncalled for. Yeah. Uh, if, <laughs> if you don't want to Photoshop or don't feel comfortable doing so, you can leave a message about what would be a really funny uh, shot that I would have with someone famous and then tag one of your friends. And we will be giving away a signed copy, signed by me, the two-time world champion of Baseball Highlights 2045, <laughs> a, a signed copy of Baseball Highlights 2045 that was generously donated by Eagle Griffin Games. So uh, if you're interested, go to Board Game Spotlight, uh, search for Baseball Highlights 2045. You will find the, uh, the contest, and we're going to be stopping submissions April 1st. That's really, really cool. The, if you are on Facebook, have or have a look for NaveCon. Um, and that's what that, and that's what the K folks, K N A V E. Thank you very much. The um, so it's K N A V E Con. Um, we're I'm doing a lot of posts about online gaming, how to get your, you know, get yourself online, and also we've set up a chat group for NaveCon online games, so people can come together and meet up, um, in Discord and find other people to play with and it's open to everybody it's not just an irish thing you mean um, mean an american can join without showing his passport yeah not you but everyone else yeah <laughs> so <laughs> no, well we, that's we, fair that's fair this is it you know we, we don't want to kind of rock the boat by having someone of your stature on there online gaming guys it's worth having a look at at the moment i kind of think it'll become a thing insofar as um it's never going to replace face-to-face. There's nothing like it. In the same way as if I want to learn a game, the best way to learn a game is to turn around to someone who knows it and have them show it to me. But second best is if I watch a video on it. Sure. Um, so this is like the second best. Sure. So while we're kind of waiting this out, I think second best is better than no- nothing at all. And it's a damn sight better from the games we played. Oh, and make sure when you're gaming online that people are all responsible, not like schoolboys who start flicking the pieces around and kind of eight. <laughs> we had eight gamers last night from all around. Um, and eight's a lot. The other thing I'd say about online gaming is you can play with anybody anywhere. So the whole restriction of kind of getting to your house and turning up on time and so on goes out the window. Sure. Um, there's a lot of pluses to it. Uh, I I would check it out, and as I've said, go to NaveCon and uh, on Facebook. Have a look. I've got links on how to do it and where to go and so on. It's very straightforward. And, and I would like to just uh, thank one of our listeners, John Rice, who complained in our last podcast that I was pre- I was dominating the conversation. That he'd much rather hear Vic. And sorry, I, I'm I'm talking here. The uh, I, I I was just getting a breath. Uh. <laughs> yeah, and John, you got your wish. Yeah. So with that, uh, I want to thank everybody uh, who's listening to our podcast, who came back to listen to our last one. We actually had more people listen to our reboot than some of our previous ones, and I'm grateful for that. I want to thank everybody who's commented, has given suggestions. Again, if you want to reach me, I can be reached on Twitter at the at sign, Board Game Rabbi, or Philip with two L's at genericboardgame.com. Vic, where can they get you? The easiest way to get me is to go to NaveCon, K-N-A-V-E, Con. Have a look. Uh, If you Google that, you'll find me. 
and just leave a message or, or message me directly on that. I, I respond pretty quickly. Um, it's been really good chatting to you again. Um, you're okay over there. Everything's okay with you. You're Every, everything is fine, and I assume everything is good with you because you live yeah, out in the sure. you live out in the boondocks while I live in mm. you know the nation's capital. But with that, I want to thank everybody for listening. And as we like to say, always be gaming. Always be gaming. Take care. Thank you very much.